0: Tab Breakfast Show. All sports, all angles, all the news.
1: Jared, we've been speaking all morning, and a lot of the listeners have been sending us correspondence saying that is one of the greatest, not the greatest, games of AFL they've ever seen. I think you could probably say it is at the Gabba. It was an absolute cracker. The Brisbane Lions win by two points with one minute and one second on the clock when Joe Danaher kicks the winning goal. One of the men that were there in the coach's box, the general manager of football from the Brisbane Lions and great friend of this show, Danny Daly, joins us now. Danny, good morning and congratulations.
2: Yeah, good morning, fellas. Thanks very much. Um, yeah, unbelievable game of football, wasn't it? Just,
3: there's been some famous wins at the Gabba, but I think that's that's on the podium, that one. That was unbelievable.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, it was unbelievable. Um you know, the boys just kept fighting. Richmond got out to a 10 and 16 point lead a few times and were able to just peg one back. So the fight of the boys and the resilience was, was amazing. And, um, yeah, well done to them. Fantastic win for our supporters and members and you guys. I know you are right behind the lines as well. So, yeah, it's good for everyone.
1: Denny, uh, uh, we were talking earlier. It, it's You hear sometimes it's really difficult for coaches and players to sleep after a Friday night game. and. Or a Saturday night game, and I'm expecting when so much is on the line and the adrenaline's going through you, by the time you, you get home, it would be difficult to sleep. So, what was what was your go to bedtime last night?
2: Um, I got home with a the family about just after midnight, I think quarter past twelve, um, and watched the game again. So it was about three thirty, four o'clock. I hit the sack. And you say so you, you watched the whole game again. I watched the whole game again. I suppose Um,
1: it's more enjoyable when you know the result.
2: (laughs) Absolutely. Um, Yeah, like as you mentioned, the adrenaline was running high and you're on high and, uh, yeah, I just wanted to watch it again because sometimes when you're in the coach's box, you you get caught up in in the play and and everything else. And, uh, yeah, I just wanted to see it again and marvel at Lockie Neal's game like he was unbelievable looking there last
3: night. Unbelievable. He's a champ, isn't he? Can I take you back to the first few minutes of the match? There must have been utter chaos uh, when the big O had to go off.
2: Um, yeah, there was. Um, also, making sure he was okay because he looked like he was in a really bad way. It um, mm. was right in front of the interchange bench in the coach's box, so the first part was more about concerned about his welfare, to be honest. Um, but then once you know he came off, yeah, just had the... You know, shuffle the, the deck a bit and um, work out what we do. And it probably took us about twenty minutes to work out exactly what we were going to do. We we're talking about Joe and D Mac sharing the ruck, but then you know we came to the conclusion that D Mac would be the ruck for most of the night. And I thought he was outstanding as well as was Joe when he went in the ruck. But um, yeah, it was a bit of a mayhem there for for a little bit.
1: I'm saying this tongue in cheek, and I no doubt you remember this from a few weeks ago. Remember, he had to use the medical sub and he was the uh, Darcy Fort, the uh, reserve ruckman. I was wondering, were you thinking that last night? Wouldn't that be handy to have him there as the medical uh, sub rather than Callum Archie last night?
2: Uh, as soon as it happened, like I talked to Fags, obviously, um, from the boxes on the bench, and he goes me, you wouldn't believe it, would uh, you? Like the day we don't have the um, the tall men as our sub we lose the tall men in the first two minutes, but... In saying that, I thought Cal Archie came on and had three shots on goal in about five minutes and, and played his role really well when he came on. So it actually probably gave us a little bit more run, to be honest, having that, that smaller guy. But that's just the way the footy guides work, isn't it?
3: So it was a pretty brutal match. And given its finals time, do you do anything different? Like, what do the players do today? Do they all turn up and go through a recovery session or will you give them the day off?
2: Uh, they'll have a day off, but they've got recovery as part of their routine, so um, they'll do their own recovery. Um, as you're probably aware, most of the players up here have pools, so they'll probably all convert to Jared Berry's house and get in the pool and do a recovery session there. And a uh, VFL play tomorrow in a um, semi-final against Carlton at Gary, so we'll all get out and watch the VFL boys, and i uh, will and have Sunday off as well. So they get a few days off to recover. I'm pretty sure we play next Friday night, so it's an eight-day break, so um, it comes in pretty handy this time of year.
1: Denny, I know you got home and and you watched the replays. I don't know if you've caught up with all the the interviews, and we played a segment of this this morning. It's an absolute classic. It's young Darcy Wilmont down in the rooms with Alistair Lynch, and it's absolutely sensational. So we'll just play a little grab of it now, and then we'll get you to talk about Darcy because this is fantastic. Absolute star
3: of the show, Darcy Wilmot. How good was that to play your debut in one of the absolute great finals victories?
0: That is the best feeling I've ever had in my life, and the crowd made it so much better, and, oh, absolutely unreal that was. The whole
3: week must be getting surreal for you. I mean, to get the announcement that you are going to play your first game, yep. to get the family up here, to get your present, uh, jumper presented to you before the game, and then this... Special moment.
0: Yeah, absolutely unreal. Just had to try and uh, keep composed and keep the excitement in, but kind of just couldn't keep it in. And fed off from the energy from the crowd. And the team actually said, just be you and real simple-minded. And yeah, it was
2: really good. And when that final siren went, could you could you actually believe it that you you got in front for I think about yeah. I think it was about 18 lead changes. Could you believe it when that oh, siren went? That
0: was unreal. I remember when Joey kicked the goal and we're trying to tell everyone like we well, got to seventh now. And then. I'm screaming off the bench, just lock it up, Surge. And then there was like thirty seconds left and then they double switch and we're like, We're gonna win this and then Yeah, it's um yeah, we oh, unreal. It just felt like nothing that you felt like ever. Like, oh, unreal.
2: The exuberance of youth, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always get a bit nervous when Darcy does an interview because I'm just not sure what might come out of his mouth. Um He was pretty good. He was good. He was very good. Um and he kicked that beautiful goal as well. But, um, yeah, he brings energy to the group. He's Reese Matheson and Mitch Robinson combined, multiplied by three, I reckon. Um, yeah, the amount of energy he's brought to the group this year. And he's, he's a nice young man and a good kid. He's um, obviously lost his father about six years ago. And, uh, yeah, it's a great story. Um, and he performed really well last night. I thought he did a good job.
1: Well, Danny, it's going to get tough for you and Chris Vagan and the other coaching staff with Match Committee meeting later this week because you've got three big names to come back in, Jared Lyons as well as Noah Ainsworth and as well as Cam Rayner. Now, obviously, there's no big O this week, but you're going to have to... Uh, well, some some blokes are going to be really disappointed.
2: Oh, yeah, no doubt. Um, yeah, it'd be unfortunate for a couple of people, but it's um, as we always say, in this sort of circumstance, it's a good position to be in um, where well, we've got some quality players coming back. But... Uh, as you mentioned, it's going to be a long match committee, I think, this week. Um, and unfortunately, um, you know, one or two players more lose their spot, but that's the reality of AFL, unfortunately.
3: Yeah, it happens, particularly at this time of the year, uh, and especially when you've got players coming back. So um, what, what do you do as far as the Ruck Contest is concerned? Any early thoughts on that one?
2: Well, we've... Um... Darcy Ford was meant to play tomorrow, so he's not playing now. So um, Because it'll be probably a, a six-day break, but uh, we don't have any other Ruckman around, to be honest, so we don't want him getting injured. But um, it'll just give us a bit of time to work through, you know, Monday and Tuesday match committee, whether we go up the same setup we had last night once O went out or, or whether we just, um, you know, do like for like with big Darcy coming in. So um, we'll work through that. But I think the way we're played this year, you probably want to have a recognised Ruckman in there. It's easier... Uh, this might sound a bit silly, but it's easier during a game to be able to get someone to change roles from a forward into the ruck as compared right. to working through the whole week in, you know, saying Danaher and D-Mac are rucking, if that makes sense, and not going in with a recognised ruckman. But, um, you yeah, know, we've got a couple of options which we'll work through in the next few days.
1: We may mention earlier in the week, Danny, that in 2017, the Lions had 21,000 members. Here we are five years later. There's over 43,000 members now. And the last three games at the Gabba have been sellouts. You've done yeah. a marvellous job. You and Greg Swan and David Noble before and, and Chris Fagan and all the staff there to make this team uh, something that's the, this whole – town, this whole city, the whole state actually is really proud of it and is really behind them.
2: Yeah, it's been fantastic and, you know, even our our level five admin staff, you know, membership, uh, commercial, all the people upstairs doing an outstanding and unbelievable job for the footy club and, um, you know, I think we play a good brand of football and it attracts our members and supporters to the gabber and I've got no doubt, um, you know, it got us over the line last night, like the crowd were unbelievable, the noise um, and they've been like that for the last you know, five years since Fakes took over and, um, you know, 43,500 members and they keep turning up, they keep supporting us and, and we're very grateful and thankful for that um, and everyone else around the town as well. How Tell was you what, the feel- they'll How all be the back, Jared, feeling- from
3: last night. Oh, they'll be there. How was the feeling when um, when the decision was overturned at the end? Euphoria?
2: Um, well, it was interesting because knowing Richmond as well as I do and watching them a fair bit... They're probably one of the most uh, vocal teams when one of their teammates kicks a goal. Like their backline, like they get they get full of it. But I could tell last night that even they didn't think it was a goal because no one celebrated and they liked setting up. So I think they were sort of unsure whether it was a goal or not. Um, yeah, but you know, I think they've got to do something with the technology. I think Damien Harvey spoke about it in his press conference, and yeah, you know, you don't want you don't want those sort of decisions being spoken about for a couple of days after the game, whether it won or lost. Aside a side of game you want to you want to marvel in the game itself, and unfortunately, there's got to be a loser in that sort of game, and it was it was Richmond last night, thankfully. Um, but yeah, um, it was one of those ones where we weren't sure from the box as well.
1: Lockie Neal, you made mention of him. You, you singled him out, Danny. Uh, Thirty nine disposals last night. Twenty one of those were contested, and he also had fifteen clearances. He was clearly the most dominant player on the, on the ground. And you can say is now a finals winner. He was absolutely sensational.
2: Yeah, he was brilliant last night. He's um, he's just will to want to attack the ball and keep going. And he didn't he didn't have a rotation in the last half. He played 85 minutes straight um, in the midfield. Um, we just felt like as long as he was out there, we needed to keep him out there as long as we could. Um, and that's what we did. Um, but he just kept plowing through and again, when Richmond got a couple up, he was the one in the centre clearance who just got that clearance and drove it forward and we scored from it. I think we kicked seven goals from stoppage and four of them were from his direct clearances. So, he's just so clean and put so much effort into his game and works hard and it's a credit to him. Um, and I thought young Deb Robinson did a great job too. We brought him in and he went to Dion Prestia. Uh, he tagged Dion Prestia and, you know, Dion Unfortunately, he did his hamstring late in the second quarter, but I thought young Dev did a great job on him, and then we put him across to Kotze in the second half, and Trent only had four or five possessions. So I thought um, Dev and the other midfielders complimented Lockie, but, yeah, he was outstanding.
3: Well, we've got to wait now and see what happens next week, but, um, well, you, you've still got to beat whoever you, uh, they serve up ahead of you, but the market would seem to suggest it'll be Sydney, so um, at least we won't have to deal with the, the perceived
2: notion that Brisbane and over at the MCG. Yeah, well, I think um, the last 11 games, Sydney have won nine against Melbourne, someone was telling me last night. So um, it'll be a good game of footy tonight. I'm looking forward to watching it. Um, Yeah, we'll either be in Melbourne or we'll be heading to Sydney. But uh, either way, we're just um, thankful to still be going and still be alive and um, only need to win three more, don't we? (laughs)
1: Yeah, you know Excellent. you know how many people are behind you too, Danny. Love it. And love the the fact that you take the effort you know, t- this morning to join us the uh, the morning after such a massive win considering you've had no sleep at all. Danny, thanks again. We'll catch up later in the week and we'll talk about where you'll be playing later in the week and who you'll be playing. Thanks, Danny. Yeah,
2: No worries, boys. Have a great day and weekend. And as I always say, I appreciate your support. You're thanks, doing Danny. You a great job on that show. Cheers. Thank-